0: I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in Manhattan.
1: And I'm Tom Saunders in Los Angeles, wondering which is better, Florence, Italy, or Yosemite in California? Apples and oranges, you say? <laughs> well, that familiar dismissal of a presumably discordant comparison. With that, you have arrived at what this piece is really about, at last, putting the well-worn phrases Apples and oranges on trial in a brand new segment, Cliché Court. (laughs) We on this podcast are proud of our track record of highlighting and then deconstructing many familiar clichés. But only now are we taking this to the next level in a unique courtroom experience in which we put actual clichés on trial. And first up, some say you can't compare apples and oranges. I say, of course you can. And we do it often. For example, it seems more than remotely possible that there might be moments when a shopper might wonder, are the apples in this grocery store cheaper than the oranges? And by the way, they both look good. Uh, Scotty, I actually believe you can compare an opera singer with a garden hose. Not in the sense that they're similar, but Precisely in their differences. And there are many. A garden hose is not likely to be an even mediocre opera singer. Yet, yet they do have something basically the same thing in common. Ultimately, the opera singer, the garden hose, and everything else on Earth, including the Earth itself, is made of star stuff. Electrons, protons, and neutrons. The Lego blocks of literally everything in the known universe, which brings us back to the question, Florence or Yosemite, and perhaps a young couple considering where they may go on vacation with their family. Both are attractive destinations, but which are more crowded, less expensive, have more to do over several days, and so on. I I accuse the expression apples of oranges as being based on a seriously faulty
0: premise. Well, Tommy, I concur with the conclusions that uh, you, my co-attorney, has laid out to the jury, for the jury, our listeners. And for those who may question our legal credentials, uh, the Podcast Act of 1932 states that all podcast hosts will have the power of attorney and can participate in legal proceedings within the confines of the podcast. Now, in layman's terms, that uh, that means that Tommy and I can conduct cliche court and any other legal exploration, as long as we do it during the confines of our podcast. And a few legal legals out there who seek to compare our legal standing with that of, say, Rudy Giuliani, well, I, I can confidently state that, well, that would be like comparing rice and oranges. But as our brief to the cliche court attests, such a comparison can be made even though the one thing we do have in common with the disgraced former America's mayor is that Tommy and I are indeed co-mayors of Irving Place.
1: Yes, uh, 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 but let me, let me uh, hasten to, to point out some of the difference. We, were, we are unelected, self-appointed co-mayors of Irving Place, and there are many, many other differences, but I see your point and I take it, Scotty. You know, I, I recently watched a YouTube video that compared Chicago and St. Louis Now, Chicago has seven times the population of St. Louis. Chicago has a a, a legendary football team and two baseball teams, while St. Louis has only one major league baseball team and no NBA or NFL teams at all. Yet, there it is on YouTube, an entire video comparing the two cities historically and in the present, and it's fascinating still, still, Scotty. Some naysayers will shout apples and oranges and try to stop me from uh, uh, enjoying this video with its lopsided comparison. And before they slap the apples and oranges out of my hands, I could reply, did you not listen to our podcast on that topic, this podcast that we're engaged in this very moment? Did you not hear it? If not, it is my unhappy duty to tell you that without realizing it, you have been living by a cliche that is fundamentally flawed. Oh, mm-hmm. well,
0: well, I see the point, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> I propose we sentence the cliche to the island of little used and no longer needed phrases. Where went cliches such as gag me
0: with a spoon? Mm. And that shall be that shall hopefully be permanently banished. Yes, I, I am with a school, Tommy, that believes that as you say, that comparing apples and oranges is like comparing apples and oranges. Uh, Perhaps the only, one of the main differences that we can point to appears in the pristine reputation of the orange. Now it's citrus, has vitamin C, delicious to eat as well as to enjoy an orange juice with or without pulp. I am not aware of any derogatory expressions about oranges. Sadly, apples must contend with the aforementioned rotten to the core or rotten apple or a few bad apples most recently used to describe policemen who kill innocent civilians. A bad apple might look a bit brown and unsightly, but it never harms you in any way. So let's get our cliché court to finally put that cliché to rest once and for all. Uh, Gotti, that
1: will be next on the docket. And, And let me say this, too. I wish that I, too, could be at the same school that you are of a school that believes in comparing apples and oranges. The nagging question, of course, can I get in? Can I transfer credits from the colleges I've attended in the past? Do I need to take out a student loan? Can I live off campus? Or do I have to live in dorms with a roommate for the first year? Once all these issues are worked out, I have a feeling this wondrous institute of learning whose primary focus is comparing apples and oranges, well, It feels like it would be a good fit for me, too. Even if the freshmen were required to wear beanies, Scotty, my older brother, this is interesting, my older brother, Albert, went to a small Midwestern college back in the early 1960s where freshmen had to wear beanies at all times. And when an upperclassman yelled, two fingers frosh, freshmen were expected to drop their books or whatever else they're carrying and put both four fingers, that's from both hands, on their beanie, which is on the top of their head, which I heard, when I heard that, Scotty, I vowed never to go to North Central College.
0: And I have not heard of that school, and I, I, I hope it's still around, but hopefully uh, the beanies are not a, a part. Of, I, I'm, I'm glad that there was no beanie requirement when I was at Northwestern, although I do wish I was on campus in the 40s, 50s, and even early 60s, as Albert was, when I could wear a purple cotton sweater with a big N emblazoned on the chest, with saddle shoes or white bucks. And I could appear in the school yearbook in a black and white photograph of me and a smiling sorority gal sipping sodas at the malt shop on Orrington Avenue. Now, Tommy, if you had graduated with a major in apple and orange comparative literature, why, I'm sure you would have landed a well-paying job in that burgeoning field. Oh, Scotty, there's
1: absolutely no doubt that attending the School of Comparing Apples and Oranges would be an incredible career move if such a place existed. And I'm not trying to belittle campus traditions for a distinguished, though hypothetical, school. But it's important to note that Mike Nichols didn't go to New York University because in the early 1950s, freshmen at NYU had to learn every word of the school fight song. So... Instead, Nichols went to the University of Chicago, met Elaine May, and the rest is theater, movie, and sketch comedy history. But, Scotty, this is different. This brings to mind an earlier podcast in which you proposed we go back to college. Well, this school of comparing apples and oranges sounds like a place where, at the very least, there'd be plenty of fresh fruit in the eating halls. The dining halls, as they're often called, called intramural sports would likely include apple picking contests, and all would be welcome to join the team. But I will take my studies seriously, so when the final exam comes, I truly believe I will be more than ready to compare apples with oranges or anything with anything else. Just please don't tell me the apples and oranges school is located in a bad part of
0: Philadelphia. Well, Tommy, uh, uh, as you know, my dad and my sister went to University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, which at one time was in a bit of a, a rough area, but uh, no longer. So I think uh, wherever you're, if, if you hear Philadelphia, uh, nothing to worry about. It's a fine, fine city. And uh, Apples, Apples, it Apples school. it does have that little A&M ring, agriculture and mining, that some schools used to have, uh, still do, Texas A&M. So perhaps it would be more out in Bakersfield or Fresno or Central California in, in some way, uh, maybe it wouldn't. I don't see it as an urban school. Like it wouldn't be an NYU. You know, they just added it next to the business school, the apples and oranges school. Yeah. So, uh, which is good. I think it should be out more in the field because you have to have apples and oranges to tend to, and that doesn't really work in, in the village.
1: Well, I also I, I wonder too if that might be one of the things that it, that that's where the school starts out, but. Remember, we're, it really is a school about comparing things. Yeah. It's comparing apples with oranges, but it's comparing everything else. Uh, that's what I understood this to be. It's, it's, it's a school yes. to learn to compare things and right. compare, uh, that, that seem wildly different, but find out what, what do they have in common and why are they different? Which is better, a gumball machine or a, a, a deck of tarot cards?
0: Yeah, it's. it's uh, have, are you ready to answer that question? Well, right? yeah. Well, I, I tried to go back to the origin, is because it's, it's just a faulty premise. We we, we review cliches and for various reasons, but this is just a. Why did they decide there's no possible way that you could compare apples and oranges when, as you say. Many ways, too. They're both fruit. They, uh, you know, you eat them. They're good. They're different. You, in might, you might
1: be thinking, well, what do I am I going to like? I went right away, believe it or not. And this is uh, uh, in March uh, that we're doing this podcast. But I thought of Christmas and how um, Santa Claus are. I, I later learned it was my parents the whole time. I didn't really get a visit from Santa Claus ever. But that's another story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, OK, so my parents in the guise of Santa Claus, it turns out, would put in uh, 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 our sock, including candy and little toys, but maybe an apple or an orange. So uh, uh, my mom would have to decide, is this Christmas am I gonna put apples or am I gonna put oranges? For that reason, she may have compared
0: any number of things. Well, your mom Uh, may have been the actual where it all began and possibly, but she, was of the school, yes, of course, you could compare. And also, I, I actually, when you say apples and oranges, I've t- had a newfound appreciation of the orange. I think, uh, as a kid, I think it's oh, ah, if parents want you to have it, it's not good. And I do the apple a day keeps the doctor away, uh, that I kind of fell uh, far from the tree on. If uh, I use the other expression, yeah, well, that's the other
1: apple falling far from the tree, yeah, the which
0: we've talked about top.
1: it, yeah. It, you know Scotty, it's really interesting, but you right. you pointed out something that I did not realize, and I think it uh, 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 this is the type of thing that would be taught at the apples and Oranges school, but that apple that apples, for some reason, unlike oranges, here's a point of comparison. apples have so many bad connotations and are used metaphorically to describe bad things a ba- bad apple, as you say, yeah. rotten, rotten to the core. Uh, 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 but, but there's no uh, uh, oh well you know that that guy's a good orange or you know, watch out for him he's a he's a he's a stinky orange like you never I've I never
0: know heard, as I said it's a, yeah, a I pristine never right. yeah it's an untarnished reputation it's it's always kind of an orange it's bright and it's just an orange there's no yeah it doesn't like better have that orange now you know how they are <laughs> you get like a good day and then they go bad on you I, I don't think it's even but I don't. Not that it would. I've never seen. I've never thought maybe it would get a little something, but never bad. Oh, that's a stay away from that's a bad art. So it's the apple. Sadly, is burdened the bear the burden of all the. And again, it's, as we talked about on a previous podcast, they need to go further. I mean, a bad apple. I would eat a bad apple if I yeah. was really hungry. I'd or maybe I'd clean out a little bit of the brown part. But even if I ate it, it'd be fine. It'd be yeah. not pathetic. It wouldn't be like what? What did he do? oh oh officer you had a bad apple get him in get him in you know it wouldn't be a beginning of a medical show no it would be but the well, uh so they need to come up with what
1: this, I just uh, said, and this is off of what you were saying one ba- bad apple uh ruins the whole barrel of bad apples or something like that or ruins the whole bunch you know that that phrase yeah i just thought of something and i i know we've talked about this in the past but something that always bothered me about that phrase and here's what it what it is i think i've discovered it that that one bad apple ruining everybody else, like like all the other apples start, oh, he's rotten, so they become rotten. Why isn't it the other way around? Why isn't the fresh apples, why can't they make the rotten apple fresh? Why does the rotten apple have to make the other apples rotten? That's what I'm saying. And I
0: think that's yeah. a fair point. Or why can't it just uh, be, yep, there's that's the rotten apple, and, and uh, the, the other ones are fine. And that just by being near the – it doesn't catch anything. No. So, you it's, know, so they – yeah but it's uh
1: makes it that actually is uh a a very bad cliche because when you translate it to people then you're like saying oh you're in a subway car and there's one lousy uh uh, a pickpocket are we all spoiled because of that one lousy pickpocket who happens to be in the same subway car no no
0: no but it's amazing how and i was on a being a pundit thing months ago uh after the, you know, and, and it, it's just, they still stick to that. And that's still, you have all the things you could describe, and they all say, if they want to defend police or whatever, they always say, yeah, it's just a few bad apples. They always say that there's no ever, well, uh, most of them are really good, but there are a few who are just for whatever reason aren't. No, they always go with, there's a few the bad apples. apples. And uh,
1: uh, by the way, it's never, there's a few bad tangerines. Never. No, no
0: other fruit. Now, Not bananas, fruit. as we've, said agree, it's very but, difficult a few bad bananas winter. in that uh, in the police force but but uh the rest yeah of- but bananas again a bad one it's not really bad it's just ah, it's a little mushy but i'll still eat it so no, none I- of this again it, it's not a uh yeah you know it's not a severe thing so i i think i brought up the thing maybe how about something bad chicken salad with salmonella that's a uh, a bad thing that you yeah would, like, like chicken you know, laden a salmonella laden chicken salad. How that's how something.
1: would you use that in a sentence when you were describing, say, you know something involving people. Like like, uh, uh can, can you use that? Because that's a great expression. Chicken well, salad. I would say, uh, like, uh, is it
0: widespread? No, it's just a few uh salmonella laden chicken salads. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there at least it's like, oh, that's that's yeah, heavy stuff, works, man.
1: I mean, I'm laughing because yeah. I'm just it's out of joy at how well that no, works. no,
0: never explain why the laugh emanates. <laughs> uh, but but I think that would import it be have more import it'd be like, oh, I don't want to mess with that salmonella. No, 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 I don't want that. Uh, no, but no, again, don't if don't bad apples, them. it's not that bad. Well, it's sort of
1: like that's like comparing apples with yesterday's uh chicken salad that has salmonella. Like, would you have that? Now there's there's a, a a comparison for you. There's an expression. Yeah. Well, now you're now that's just apples and uh, yesterday's chicken salad with salmonella. Like the only problem with that, Scotty, and it's a good it, 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 you know only problem is that it's all those syllables.
0: No, oh, like, no, it's a little unwieldy. It's yeah, unwieldy. Yeah, that's
1: the only problem with it. Otherwise, it's an excellent improvement on the cliche because apples and oranges. Honestly, enough with that. They can be connect, connect, uh, uh, compared. compared. Everything yeah. can be compared. This yeah. I, I, I'm looking at a, a at an obsolete um, uh, remote control, right? I just happen to have it. It's covered with dust, and that right now, Scotty, right this minute, in real time, Scotty, yeah, I'm comparing it with a mug of uh, uh, of coffee that says Iowa, the Hawkeye state, in it. Now, how do they couldn't be too? And by the way, there's there's a little remnant of some leftover coffee because I just drank it. So this is, this is all very personal. What's the difference between the two, the JVC remote control that for something that I don't even use anymore that's covered with dust, and the coffee that has uh, coffee mug that has coffee stains? Lots of difference. Lots of differences.
0: Yeah. Well, that's they they make it sound like. It's so different that why bother you even comparing That's just- Right. But you, 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 this is, let, let me finish myself. Yeah. But
1: they're both things. They're both I can hold them in my hand. They're both things that I own. Right. They're both things that are sitting on this desk. They're both things that maybe one thing I'll throw away and one thing I'll keep. But, you know, there's all these different ways of comparing these. Oh, two. yeah. Well,
0: I mean, the I whole point that, yeah, as you say, Anything could be compared. So I don't know even why, where, where they would come from. That's like comparing apples and oranges, meaning it's so remotely different. Well, how could you? And it's, it's actually so similar. So, so similar. Even but, things, but as you and, said, pointed out in a great the way, example, even a remote and a mug, which couldn't be more different, still you could compare them. Yeah. And I did. I did. Yeah. In real time,
1: and and this is uh, why cliche court is so dramatic and so par- This is one of those dramatic cliche court moments where I say, "Ladies and gentlemen of the jury," and they all go, "Huh?" And and, and the and the if there were if we had an attorney who was defending the uh, cliche, yeah. he would be like, "Oh, wow!" Well, well, I I say this is inadmissible, but it wouldn't be inadmissible. The judge would rule in my favor, Scotty, in our favor because we're both a, a team, at yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and would say yes. Uh, 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 I say let's let's go ahead and hear the the, the similarity or differences between an Iowa Haw- the Hawkeye State coffee mug that has coffee stains on it and some remnants of coffee in it, and an old JVC remote control that has dust because I I haven't used it in in a
0: decade. No, well that would be uh, Exhibit A or B. Exhibit whatever. A. <laughs> And it would be presented. And the, as you said, the attorney would jump up the No, I object. I, that shall not be entered into evidence. It is misled. No, I, you know, overruled. That's right. Then, you know, and you, as and you be just
1: murmurs from the, from the, you know, from the viewers of the, uh, you know, what, what do they call it? The, 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 people well, the studio people.
0: audience, of course. Uh,
1: yeah, the studio. That's
0: right. The studio. And actually, would there be a. a an actual jury that would be interesting. If well, I guess the audience would yeah. be the, I think the jury,
1: actually, a jury of our peers, yes. Um, and that and the jury selection process is going to be you know a very important part of this whole thing, and it may take days,
0: yeah. You know, interesting that they have not had as many courtroom shows like that. You would think there was, of course, divorced court uh wasn't it juvenile jury i don't remember what right. well no now they have judge judy and they have that well they, they have, have those, those but i mean ones that are more of a uh, you know game show slash uh, in, in a court well, they
1: always really were but yeah they don't have the ones where they say okay well today we're just going to be interviewing the jury members you know and then uh we'll go courts the, all, you know courts take incredible time but i think in our case th- this will be exciting and 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 you're right, Scotty. There aren't any real scripted shows like Perry Mason. If I may just make an aside on about Perry Mason, Scotty. Yeah. uh, Are are you? uh, I don't know if people uh, in the future, a thousand years from now, will know how big a deal Perry Mason used
0: to be. On yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be out there for them to watch, and maybe by then it'll become big again. You know, kind of resurgence, and not the new ones, but no, there is the new
1: Perry Mason. I guess it's uh, whatever. But the the funny thing about that, and that by the way, that was another one of those shows that was on late at night. Well, late at night, it was on. It was the last show on prime time, and that used to scare me. Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna have trouble sleeping. Oh, it was a Sunday night too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, and it, and of course, the one thing about Perry Mason that I always remember as a kid, he always won. That's so- it. That's. That was the whole. So it really kind of, you know, either made it easier or harder for the writers because whatever happened, you going, oh, he's going to win." Let's see how I'm he's going to win.
1: He's always going to win. And and they actually advertised it that way. I'll never forget that That's actually where I was headed with this anecdote. Yeah. You totally got there first. But the, the, the they would say, and I remember a, a, a promotion, a promo for Perry Mason, and, and, and the announcer said, "And he always wins every case." Yeah. And right away, that spoiler, he didn't say spoiler alert for no. so that phrase in those days. No, but he should have spoiler alert. He wins every case.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I guess it was soothing for people then. And, you know, just, <laughs> oh, good. We don't we want any surprises. But I mean, and you'd get down to the last five minutes and going, hmm, how are they going to pull this one out? And of course, just inexplicably, the witness would just break down going, all right, I did it. You know, just because <laughs> it was five minutes to ten they had to wrap it up but no one yep. came to mind no one said i don't really know and i think that but then tommy i do remember i don't know if you remember e.g e. marshall in the defenders yep. and that was a show that came a little after or maybe it overlapped and i think as i remember they did lose he lost once just once oh. but that was always the thing well in the defenders he actually lost once yeah. But what? only once in the network probably said, no, we want to be more like Perry Mason.
1: Right. 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 What are you crazy? You had him lose. He's a loser.
0: Why didn't he you show was, this to me? Was,
1: they want to see winners. <laughs> yeah. No, it's these shows like that, that, you know, that I mean, that, that then, you know, you know, the, it's like the movie with the bad ending. Really, a movie with a bad ending, in a sense, is is taking one for the team. Right. Because if you make a movie with a with a sad ending the, the likelihood that it'll be a successful movie is low yeah. right but it puts it out there that anybody going to a movie in the future maybe the ending will be sad it's happened before yeah but with Perry Mason there's nothing it he always wins so it's just this thing of you know you what kind of brains would require A a happy ending all the time, and and yet, and
0: and also, and and knowing the ending, as you say, and they would advertise, and he wins. So there's no always no "Mm, sitting around with your family. (laughs) I I wonder if Perry's going to pull this one out. No, he He will. He will. He will. He always does. Going to happen. But yet, we maybe it was a different time, Tommy. Where people didn't they didn't want surprises. They liked you know uh, holiday, and where the best surprise is no surprise.
1: You know what? Maybe it was because it was after the World War Two, after, you know, the Depression, a lot of and 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 uh, da- uh, uh, the dawn of the nuclear age and the Cold War, a lot of stress, nervousness. You know, you you, you want to watch when you watch TV, you want to settle back and know that everything's going to turn out all right. And nobody's ever says anything bad and everything and everyone's ultimate and, and the, the bad guy Yeah. And, and, and and yeah, it's well, I think like-
0: you're taking the words right out of the mouth of a, of a TV executive of, of that day. I bet exactly what they said to our affiliates and with a new CBS lineup, there'll be no fear of shows having unhappy endings or anyone who you like ever losing. <laughs> and that would be and they want that. And that's and they want that I don't want to advertise on a show where Perry Mason loses. No,
1: I mean, that would be the guy who pitched that show. Hey. You know, can you imagine the writer who pitched that story? What happened to him? Banished from, from 1950s television.
0: <laughs> I never heard from him again.
1: He, 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 can you believe it? He he actually pitched a show
0: where, where Perry Mason doesn't win the case. <laughs> and he still is. talks about it. I he, thought it was the best show ever. Hopefully he, you know what? He went to theater.
1: Yeah. Because there,
0: to not theater. to say that, there off, you can have off, a sad off, ending off, that's dramatic and still yeah. works.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, I mean, um, so, so courtroom dramas, uh, I think what we have here, just to, 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 to uh, bring it back, this is, we have a new kind of a podcast courtroom drama. It will be, I, I predict that this will be a feature that will stick to getting through this. I think we'll-, we'll Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we've been- court Because, yeah. because it, it, it really gives us a, a because it, it, it sort of um, formalizes our process of dealing with cliches which we do on a regular basis. Yeah. And sometimes cliches, sometimes we'll just, we'll make some amusing observation about one, or sometimes we'll tear it apart. But sometimes, Scotty, sometimes we need to take a cliché to court. And this was one that has long overdue, apples and oranges. Uh, We can also speak uh, of another cliché, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of apple-related clichés, and we're the pioneers in the apple cliché deconstruction movement and yeah. it needs to be done not just because we enjoy it it's good podcast material no it helps mankind because it's so it's a faulty premise to begin with it's yeah. just should not be out there anymore no
1: and it's confusing and, 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 and in the case of just to sum it up as far as apples and oranges the, how many times have have honest and good and important comparisons been not made because somebody goes oh that's apples and oranges and then shuts down the whole. Com- like somebody might have wanted to to, to uh, uh, compare a, a, a well, let's say a, a, a book on Frank Sinatra. I'm looking at it called The Voice. With Scotty, get get ready for this. Get get ready for a comparison that a. Shoelace from a shoe I don't even know what it was from, but here I have a shoelace in my hand right now. Wow,
0: that's amazing. You have a stray shoelace.
1: I, for some reason, I have a stray shoelace and on my bookshelf, Frank the Voice by James.
0: Well, that's totally understandable. And and uh, but yeah, but yet, uh, how do
1: I compare? Watch it, watch me, Scotty. I'm going to compare them right now in real time. I'm going to say, Scotty, the book The Voice is heavier than the shoelace when I pick pick it up. It's heavier. Also, it's way more interesting and informative than the shoelace. Yeah. But the shoelace and the book are both in my room. I need to compare them because, well, which one do I keep, let's say? and Which one do I throw
0: away? Right. one uh, do you use if you have a, need a shoelace? You might quickly, if you're not thinking, go, oh, let me grab the Sinatra book. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. That, that, wouldn't, that, that has no shoelace
1: that's capability. That, yeah. that's, that's what this process avoids. When I want to tie my shoes, I don't want to grab a, 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 the Frank the Voice by James Kaplan, which is a, a, a book of almost a 1,000 pages. Yeah. I mean, it's a very hefty book, Scotty. And try to jam it through the holes in my shoes? No, it's 744 pages.
0: Well, wow. so, No. That would not work. Even a paperback book would not be helpful in no. that regard. You need that shoelace. You
1: need the shoelace for the shoes. And
0: that's what cliche court can prevent
1: those types of I'm not going to call them disasters I'm not you know but they're absolutely I mean if I if I need to get out of the house and I need really fast and I need to lace up my shoes and I grab a a, a, a Frank Sinatra the voice by James Kaplan you know I mean I I don't know if I can get out of a burning house well you're going to be stumbling
0: along and all you needed was the shoelace and Tommy I'm so glad that we chose uh, it's like comparing apples and oranges because again, that's not just a mere one-off as they say, cliche. It's like, ah, I don't think that really works. No, no, no. Yeah. It's a foundation of a lifetime of, of ignorance. And of, as you say, shutting down speech yeah. to compare things. Think of all the wonderful comparisons and conversations that could have ensued that didn't. had the apples and oranges you can't compare not didn't. been followed. And now with this verdict today, this momentous, this groundbreaking uh, verdict we can go forward and have those difficult or fun conversations and
1: difficult and fun. I think that's part of what we've pulled off, Scotty. We we don't compare. We don't distinguish. We don't say it's got to be either or difficult or fun. No, 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 no. It's difficult and fun here. Yes. Getting through this.
0: And that could be another game show. It's time to play. Difficult and fun. <laughs> plotting. And that could be a spinoff. Maybe some of the same producers. Yeah, yeah You know, we'll, we'll get but, to that. But Tommy... It probably would uh,
1: last maybe four or five years. It'd be successful, yeah. but not as successful, obviously, as as cliché court. no, courts. No,
0: uh, cliché uh, courts, a flagship, that's a yeah. mainstay. That's a, you know, a profit just, center. But know, Tommy, I, and I have others, but we're going to save those for other days, many other days. Because they're yeah. never-ending. And we're yeah. going to keep the sanctity. But we've, uh, again... We think in future Supreme Court confirmation hearings, this show will be cited. Wow. That's very often.
1: If you become a judge on cliché court, I mean, the next stop obviously would be an appellate cliché court judge. Yeah. But then, you know, eventually you move up to the Supreme Court, you know. But they'll
0: be citing. They'll say, well, why do you believe that? Well, because I respect the precedent covered by cliché Court. That's uh, and, right. So we would we would be
1: an important legal precedent. Exactly. It matters concerning uh, compare. Well, anything concerning uh, whatever the cliche. Well, is that about.
0: would be the gold standard. Yeah, that would be it. And uh, and so that uh, they will be heard by everyone pondering a career in law. A cliche court will be what they'll refer to.
1: Scotty, I, 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 I feel like this is one of those days where. You know, it seems like just never any other day. You're, it's raining in New York. It's sunny here and in LA. But you know, well, a day like you know, the weather seems pretty much the way it is. But something historic is happening right now. Somehow, it's different. Someday, I can, can imagine, Scotty, an enormous edifice with 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 massive columns like the Supreme Court. Maybe not as big, but still very impressive. And uh, 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 an actual building. In the, old, in the Beaux-Arts style of the old great courtrooms that tried to simulate Greek temples. And, and uh, we would ha- finally have a home for cliche court. Right now, we don't have
0: that. Well, it's, a, it's an audio home, but you can imagine these fine temples of, yeah. of justice, but know for sure that today and many, many other days, because this is a running feature, we've done it many times, now it's formalized, now it's enshrined in a regular long-running segment with a name, cliche court and you'll be hearing much more about that and tommy uh i'm glad to have been part of this momentous occasion with you and i remain well barrister scott blakeman (laughs)
1: Uh, and i am tom saunders esquire (laughs) and uh we're getting through this